Hello everyone, welcome to Photoshoot Prep update number three. The journey is fully up and running and can't get my words out. That's a sign of um, what I've got to talk about today. Started to hit the first kind of real feelings of it being a, a, a deficit this week for sure. There's been a few challenges which we'll get into. I'm probably going to record an intro for the prep updates as well and it's probably going to contain something a little bit boring. But I just need to kind of almost put it out there as a disclaimer because I really care about people not copying what I'm doing because I know I used to fall into this trap when I first started training and first started dieting. I used to listen to what other people were doing and just copy it mindlessly. Uh, and it, it's not for everyone. So like I am exercising a lot, but it's really dependent on your recovery capabilities. So like obviously I've been training for 10 years now I've been exercising like this for, well, not quite like this, um, but, you know, I've done a photo shoot prep before and I've, I've pushed myself quite hard with exercise before. But if you've never done it and you've never been through this sort of process, like, you know, doing over 2,000 calories worth of cardio every week is probably not the best way to go because everyone has their own unique sweet spot when it comes to exercise and recovery. And if you overstep that, you can just dig yourself a little bit too deep. Uh, and I, you know, there are some signs this week that, you know, I, I need to pay attention to. Some of them self-inflicted, to be fair, which we'll get to. But yeah, I just want to say, like, there's nothing wrong with using this as a bit of an inspiration and maybe pushing yourself to move a little bit more and do some more steps and, and that sort of thing and get an idea. The main thing that I'm doing this for is so you can get ideas on how I'm dealing with the struggles, because that is the same for, for most people. It's, you know, we're, we're all human. And the struggles that I have with my diet are going to be the same struggles that a lot of people will have. So when I'm talking about how I'm navigating them, how I'm dealing with them, how I'm thinking about them, that that is what I'm doing this for, is to take you on the journey and, you know, hopefully share some of that wisdom and share some ideas. What I don't want you to do is copy my numbers like for like, so calories and that sort of stuff. But let's just get into a progress update before I get into the, the challenges. So... This week, the scale was a little bit more stubborn, and I do tend to see this when I when I get to this point of a, quite an aggressive approach. I do tend to see it just be a bit more kind of unpredictable, usually because of water retention. Uh, th there's a few factors at play because it because I am exercising a lot. My cortisol levels are going to keep creeping up because I'm probably not having the recovery time that I need to fully recover from the amount of exercise that I'm doing. So that's why it's important to have. Uh, a second pair of eyes on stuff so like I'm checking in with with my coach tomorrow let him know how it is and if he says you know I need to pull back or whatever then I, I've got someone that can kind of give me that perspective because I am pushing myself to a level where I'm probably not recovering so over time that fatigue will accumulate and at some point I have to take a rest or else it's going to be suboptimal because my training is probably going to start to suck. I'm going to be weak. My appetite's going to be through the roof. I'm not going to be able to concentrate with my work. So I've got to really be careful to manage those things. And that's where sometimes having that outside perspective can be really useful. Because I, in, in your own head, obviously I'm wanting to push myself and I'm in that mindset where I'm very determined and I'm wanting to get the best result. So sometimes it can be hard to pull yourself back if you are in that frame of mind where you're really wanting to go for it, you might not want to back off, even though really for the bigger picture, it's best to. Uh, and then likewise, you know, there might be weeks where I'm feeling a little bit sulky with the whole thing. And, he, you know, my coach might give me a bit of a kick up the bum. So, you know, before going through this sort of process, always recommend getting a, a second pair of eyes in just to have a look at everything. Um, 
but yeah, so the scale was a bit stubborn and I'm putting it down to cortisol and, and just the overall stress of the, th- the, the process starting to kick in. However, I was also, this is self-inflicted, so I, I was pretty um, lax with my, my sleep and, and bedtime last week. So I, I've stayed firm with not having phones in the bedroom, um, but I was up quite late last night in the week doing things that perhaps are a bit too stimulating. So I'm get back on, for those of you that don't know, I have a plan to move to Greece at some point over the next sort of 12 months, hopefully by January. Um, so I was up in the evenings because I was very busy in the day with with clients and writing programs and stuff and obviously doing my steps and training and everything that goes along with the photo shoot prep. I was kind of, I was using between sort of like nine and 11 o'clock to really look into stuff and, you know, look at accommodation and get a feel for everything. But I was going to bed at quarter to 12, 12 o'clock. Um, and because I was doing quite sort of stimulating stuff, obviously that's an exciting thing to be looking at. I was just finding that it was taking me a bit to nod off. And then I was waking up automatically at sort of half five and I was waking up needing the toilet, you know, potentially a little bit hungry as well in the mornings now. And then I was just struggling to get back off. So, I, you know, Monday to Thursday last week, I averaged five, like five and a half hours a night, which is just not enough. And I know that that's going to shoot me in the foot. But then over the weekend, I got a couple of really good nights sleep and, and chilled out and looked after my recovery a bit more. And I woke up this morning at 86.5. So on average, I dropped another 0.7 kilos, which means if we look at the week one average compared to the week three average, um, that is a 1.6 kilo difference. So it's pretty much bang on with the 1% per week loss that I'm going for. Um, if we look at sort of day one of the prep, Thursday, on Tuesday, the, the 2nd of January, I was 89.5 and I'm now 86.5. So I've lost exactly three kilos in three weeks. So, you know, I don't want it to go any more aggressive than that. But a kilo a week at 86 kilos, you know, it is, on, on that perspective, it is slightly quicker than the 1% a week. So it is what you would call quite aggressive. Uh, but I'm happy with that. My pictures are changing. I actually did some pictures this morning um, for the first time since start. Well, you know, obviously since the baseline pictures, um, definitely some some nice changes coming through. Uh, and I also quite cool. I compared pictures. So I'm now twenty week. Well, twenty weeks out from the photo shoot, and I looked back through the archives and I found some pictures from when I was twenty weeks out last time, and compared the two. And I'm three and a half kilos heavier now than I was at this stage in 2021, but I'm definitely a little bit leaner. So with the same amount of time to go, I'm leaner and three kilos heavier or three and a half kilos heavier, which shows, you know, there's been a, a decent amount of muscle. Could you, could I have built more muscle in two and a half years? Probably, yeah. Um, but, you know, personally, there was a few things going on. I was focused on the business. Muscle building, I went through like a proper nine month phase of it, but there was actually probably a 12 month period over the last, you know, since my last photo shoot prep, I was just kind of cruising and maintaining. So for me, if I'm looking at that and I'm three, three and a half kilos heavier, I'm looking leaner, um, there's visibly more muscle, then I'm in a perfect position to, um, to really nail this. And also, I had a look through the calendar and kind of had a look at what I did in the 20 weeks of the last prep. And I had way more from a, a social perspective than I've got this time around. So, I mean, I had holidays, festivals, I had all sorts, like maybe two, three weekends a month. 
um in the last prep that kind of maybe set me back a little bit here and there whereas this time I've, I've kept the calendar fairly clean so i can give it my everything so i'm really really excited um about where things are at so just a quick rundown on the stats before i get into the the shit bits <laughs> um so average calories for last week again 1978 so pretty much bang on um where i was the week before Average steps, 13,400, and the previous week they were at 13,200. So again, I've prepped that, kept that pretty constant. Um, protein nice and high at sort of like 200, 220 grams. And then training five times with still keeping in the, the 300 calories of cardio a day. So initially the 12K step minimum and the 300 calories of cardio a day was a January thing. Um, but I think I'm gonna keep it in. And I'm just going to be very mindful of my recovery. And if I do feel like I need to pull it back, I'm going to pull it back. But for now, it's working quite well because I'm, I'm getting lean quick. Um, and if I can keep it here and to the point where I'm like, you know, I'm definitely 10 steps ahead of where I need to be, then I'll probably start to reduce that down. It's a better thing to do when you've got a photo shoot or something like this that you're really working towards to get ahead of the game so that you've got time to play with and you can start to reduce the intensity close to the time whereas if you get three months into a diet and you've got a photo shoot in eight weeks and you're not happy with where you're at it's not a great place you know i've done this before it's not a great place to be to then want to drop the hammer and go really aggressive and be chasing your tail a little bit because you're always like doubting whether you're going to look good and there's all these different things in place so i'm very much in the mindset of let's throw the kitchen sink at it for the first eight to 12 weeks, get ahead. And then, you know, if we can taper it down going into the, the sort of final stages of it, then fantastic. Cool. So that's the data. And going into the last week of January, there's definitely going to be no changes. Next week, I will be giving you a rundown on the sort of Hamburg situation and how I'm going to handle it. It'll probably just be a three, four day diet break. It'll be my first little pit stop. Um, obviously not going out there with the expectation of continuing to lose because I'll be having a few pints. I'll be having meals out with friends. And then when I come back the following week, that's where I'll be able to check in and let you know how it all went, <laughs> whether there was a few too many Steiners or not. Cool. So that's data. Um, right. So like I said, the, the main struggle was kind of self-inflicted. So not looking after my sleep well enough last week, the previous week or the week before it was because of the cold last week, it was because of me. But that's like two or three weeks now where I've not slept well enough. And that's had a bit of a knock-on effect because Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and even today, to be fair, I've just been feeling a little bit, I'm not going to say burnt because that that's probably a bit extreme, but just a little bit like, oh, this is, I really feel the pinch now. Like I'm just a little bit lethargic, hunger's higher. I'm feeling like, you know, that hole is starting to be dug a little bit. Now, I don't believe it's because of the, like, you know, I'm still eating 1,900 calories a day. So it's not like I'm not taking on enough nutrients. It's probably more a case of the one of the key ingredients for recovery has just not been there. So I've probably got to pull that in a little bit this week. And that's my main goal is to look after my sleep a little bit better because that's probably also what led to the scale being a little bit stagnant. And, you know, this is again where it comes back to being very person dependent. If you're a busy parent and you've got a, like a young kid, um, if you're struggling with hunger and, and cravings and, and all that sort of stuff, if your sleep's all over the place because obviously you've got a newborn baby, you've not got the luxury of, of being able to rectify that. Um, so you've kind of just got to work around it. And that's where like, you know, if I've got a client that's got a newborn, if they're losing weight at a quick pace, but they're also really struggling with sleep and their appetite's all over the place, sometimes you've just got to say like, look, 
we're gonna have to go a little bit slower and, and feed you a little bit more because otherwise it's gonna get too intense and you're not gonna recover from the training. And remember, we're here to get in shape. It's not it's not weight loss, it's it's getting in shape. So you're training if you're doing like a, a body composition transformation and you know photo shoots and stuff, obviously the training is an important part of it. If it's just general fat loss and weight loss, then maybe the training performance and recovery doesn't have to be emphasized as much. But obviously this is a physique-based transformation that I'm putting myself through. So the training performance is important. So I've got to keep an eye on that. So sleep this week is a big one. I need to get back into that. Uh, hunger has been higher. It has definitely been higher over the last four or five days. It started to intensify. Again, I'm definitely putting that down to the sleep thing and the amount I'm moving um, because really 1,900 calories isn't that low. Um, I should be okay on this amount of food. It's just like the, when you are sleep deprived, your carb cravings do go up because of changes to like glucose metabolism and stuff. So I'm putting it down to that. But how I've been dealing with it is just... I've been I've brought in a few more things that you know have got artificial sweeteners in and, and stuff and you might look at it and or listen to it and think you know well, it's not very healthy but you've always got to look at health through like a holistic perspective so it's not just because someone has artificial sweeteners in their diet doesn't mean they're unhealthy and you know they're at risk of cancer it's always the collective of everything so I'm, I'm using more of like the low cow jellies um, you know like the the Hartley's four cow jelly pot things. Um, you know, diet drinks. And then I am volumizing a lot with fruit and veg as well. So I'm having a lot of like the small snack size apples because they're like 50 calories. So if you really fancy something sweet, you just got, you just peckish. An apple can be such a great way to, to kind of curb that. Um, melon. So melons are really sort of like watermelon. I've been cutting up like a full watermelon and just snacking on that when I fancy something sweet. Volumizing all of my meals with veg packs. So I've been buying like pre-cut veg packs. And if I'm having, um, I don't know, like one of my portions of stew or something like that, or even my breakfast, I've just been having a side veg with everything. Now, obviously, that's not a bad thing. Like having a, a portion of vegetables with every meal is obviously not bad. Uh, but just really volumizing my meals and increasing my fiber intake through veg packs. Uh, and then just, you know, low calorie sauces as well. So hot sauces, Nando's, sugar-free ketchup, stuff like that to give it a bit of flavor. Plenty of herbs, spices, salt, pepper, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, like I've brought in some more of the low-cal jellies, the protein puddings. Like I've been having a snack every afternoon where it's a pot of the the four-cal jelly things. Ten, well, they say 10-cal, but the one I've been having is actually four calories. Um, a protein pudding, a small apple, and some raspberries. And it's like 170 calories, but it's really high volume. It satisfies my sweet tooth. It keeps me going. So in the grand scheme of things, if come summer I'm in the best shape of my life and I've only drank alcohol three times and I've been hydrating well... I've been eating loads of veg, I've been exercising, like in the grand scheme of things, increasing my artificial sweetener intake for a short period of time, it's not really going to do that much damage. Because, you know, the amount of artificial sweeteners I have during a photo shoot prep is always a little bit higher to what I do on a day-to-day -day basis in, in sort of like maintenance levels or when I'm gaining, just because I'm trying to keep calories down, but also not be completely <laughs> deprived of anything sweet or, you know, be going hungry. So I've bought in more of those things. Um, and also something that I always do with myself when I'm going through this process, you know, and this is pretty, it's pretty rough in terms of like, you be, you have to be brutal with yourself to be able to see things through this lens. But I always remind myself like 10% of the world don't have access to running water. And, you know, there's a bigger percentage of that that go hungry every day. 
So I always look at it as a bit of a champagne problem. Like, yeah, dieting can be really tough. Don't get me wrong. Like I've felt pretty shit at points over the last week, but I just always tell myself it's not forever. And because I've been through the process before, I know what I know that this is a normal feeling. And in, in a way, I kind of, I get a bit of a, I guess it's sick and twisted, but I lean into it. And I, I think that's a good sign sometimes because it means that I'm progressing fast. Um, you know, if you've got no hunger and you're absolutely buzzing all the time and you're not dropping weight that quick, you could probably push yourself a little bit more, probably. Um, so I look at it like that, but, you know, like I do almost every day when I'm, I do my gratitude in the morning and, you know, I do, I am quite a reflective person. So I do try and think about all the things that I'm super grateful for. You know, there's things in my life now that I haven't always had. So I do think about that. But at the same time, I do think quite a lot about the fact that so many people in the world don't have the choice, whether they eat in a calorie surplus or a calorie deficit. They don't have the choice of whether they eat healthy or not healthy. And I do think if you look at it like that, it can just keep you in that frame of mind. Like, yeah, okay, it sucks, but it's only going to suck for a few months. And in the grand scheme of things, like, I'm, I'm a very privileged that I could just choose to wake up tomorrow and eat at maintenance levels if I wanted to. And when you start to tell yourself that on a regular basis, it does make the sucky parts of dieting a little bit easier. Um, because at the end of the day, there are people that, you know, feel like this all the time because they just can't access enough food and, you know, they do go hungry. So that's how I keep it in perspective. Um, cool. So yeah, bit, bit, bit more hungry, definitely a bit more tired. But on the whole, I don't believe it's because of how quick I'm losing body fat. I don't believe it's because of the exercise or the, the nutrition. I think it's because I've not been good enough with my sleep and that is all on me. So the goal for this week is to keep going. Like I set myself the goal of doing this setup until the end of January. So I will do that. Uh, so we'll run it at least until next Wednesday. But I am going to look after my sleep more and just see if that gives me a little bit more stability of my cravings and energy and stuff. Um still going with the same amount of activity 12k steps minimum 300 calories of cardio five gym sessions and then we'll see where i'm at and that ties in quite nicely because on thursday the 1st of february i'm traveling down to london to stay with one of my best friends for a night before we go to hamburg so 1st of february until the 5th of february will be my first little pit stop so tunnel vision what nine more days to go of this setup and then i've ticked off the perfect january that i wanted to tick off and then we can move on to phase two Cool. So just a little bit on, I guess, my training. Um, so there's a couple of things that I've tweaked just to kind of like stay proactive with managing fatigue levels, just to make sure it's not that. Because obviously five gym sessions a week, like five hard gym sessions a week, it, it is a lot. Um, I just do it because it keeps me in the right frame of mind. I enjoy it. It makes me feel good. And also, you know, it does help to get a little bit more volume on, on certain areas. But what I've done is I was training legs twice a week. So like an all out leg session twice a week. Now, obviously leg day is traditionally the hardest one. It requires the most recovery. Um, it, you know, it creates the most fatigue. So what I've done on my Sunday leg session is I've rather than doing a full leg session, I've tapered that down to just two leg movements and then made it almost like a top up on delts, arms, abs. So they're the three areas that I'd like to, to to bring up a little bit more before the photo shoot. So doing that has decreased the sort of overall load of that session a little bit and just give, you know, training shoulders and arms is never going to wreck me as much as training legs. So I've done that. 
Um, and then I've just reduced the amount of like drop sets and intensifiers um, that I'm using in this last little dig before my first diet break. Just so I don't dig the hole so deep that it takes me two weeks to recover. Um, so I'm just starting to read into the signs that, you know, there is a little bit there. I've been going quite hard for three weeks. And, you know, three weeks isn't long, um, but it's been three weeks with a lot of exercise. So probably do a little pit stop. So yeah, they're the changes that I'm making. Still training with push-pull legs, um, upper, and then it was lower, but it's now kind of a bit of everything. Um, and yeah, I don't think I need to say any more than that on my training. I did promise you a bit of a deep dive, but I feel like the training podcast on Friday kind of give you a good idea of what I'm doing. Uh, this week, actually, is my first digital detox weekend. So you may remember on the sort of changes that I'm making back on that episode... Um, if you didn't listen to it, I still recommend going back to do that because it gives you context for a lot of the things I'm talking about. But I said in that video, in that podcast, that one of the things I was going to implement this year for this photo shoot prep was the last weekend of every month, I'm going to take a digital detox where I don't do any work because I have worked at weekends despite not wanting to over the last three weeks, just because obviously the weeks have been super busy with, with new clients coming on board and that sort of stuff. So I've been doing a bit of admin and a bit of content and few bits at the weekend have just meant I've not really managed to switch off that well. Um, so I'm taking that first one this week. So I've got a night in the Peak District, Saturday night. I'm going to go. I'm going to come off social media for a couple of days. Um, I'm going to set a very short kind of out of office on my WhatsApp um, from f sort of Friday night until Monday morning. And I'm just going to take 48 hours with my journal, with a book in nature, just chill out. I'll probably take a maintenance day of calories potentially as well uh, to help with the whole thing and then come back for the last dig next week before Hamburg. So that's the first, uh, you know, like I know not everyone's got the luxury to do that, but I have, I, you know, I've, I've been looking for, it's a relatively cheap, like 60 pound Airbnb. Just got it on Saturday. I'm going to drive up there nice and early, just spend 48 hours in the peaks um, and just clear my mind a little bit, get some good sleep. And just reflect on the month, like reflect on all the goals that I set for the year and do a bit of a prep for February, like what can I continue to work on? I mean, from this perspective, it has been pretty flawless so far. Maybe a few things with my sleep that I should work on a little bit better to make the process easier. But from this side of things, it's been pretty flawless, um, but I don't want to get complacent. So I'm going to take the weekend, recharge, reflect, get my intention set for February, have a rejig on how we're going to do things. And then, yeah, on to the next phase. So thanks for listening. As always, any questions, um, hit me up. Uh, like, Just remember that, okay, I'm doing a lot of exercise, but it doesn't mean you should too. And if you do go with quite an aggressive approach where you're looking to lose sort of like one to one and a half percent a week, make sure you don't do it for a set amount of time. Do it like I'm doing it, where you're tuning in with stuff. You're not saying, right, 12 weeks, I'm going to do all this stuff and then bury yourself through it. There are going to be days that you've got to push through, but also tune in with hunger, craving, sleep, stress, all of these things so that you can give yourself a two or three day break when you need it so that you can identify where you're potentially dropping the ball a little bit. Don't just go into it with like tunnel vision because that's where you can end up digging yourself too deep into a fatigue hole and then you rebound and don't try again for the next six weeks. So it's all about managing. You, you're always walking a tightrope when it comes to getting in shape and dieting between fatigue, motivation, pushing, pulling, um, and again, that's where it is super useful to have the external eyes. Cool. I will leave it there. Thank you for listening as always. And I will catch you next week for week four.